Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Welcome to Atlanta Remix, hey! And we ride on the bangs like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming. And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning. Welcome to Atlanta Remix, hey! And we ride on the bangs like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming. And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning. I got all amped up and was saying, are you ready for episode 97? No, I'm not ready for 97. We've what? just had some issues trying to... Oh, yeah, you're in a show. funk right now. All my technological devices are not working to the, my, the way I would like them to. But you were just explaining how you just saw Fifty First Dates again. I did. And what a funny movie it was. It was really funny. I mean, I hadn't seen it in a long time, but it's a really good movie. Cool. Um... And I feel like they should do another movie together. Who? Uh, Barry Morenham. Okay. Don't they have like three? I mean, they did uh, the one with. Uh, Are we really encouraging Adam Sandler to make more movies right now? Shouldn't... Yeah, he's got uh, one with that Jennifer Aniston coming out. Oh, good, because the first couple of those were great. And then, what was the. Uh, and I don't act like I'm above it, because I'm going to watch What was the one about the families where they were like. Uh, they go away on... To Africa? Yeah. Um, that was just Just go with it? I like... No, no, no. Just was, go with it? It wasn't just go with that's it. That's now go to Hawaii. It's some sort of like... Uh, one where they were... Uh, it's like combined family or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah, what it's called. Um, well, how's, your, how's, your, how's life? Outside of the technological problems. Uh, looking for work. Unemployment. Just did all my taxes. So uh, I need to go and turn those in and see if I can uh, get a shit ton of money back. We'll see what happens. Well, the one, okay, just go with it, is the one where they go to Hawaii with Brooklyn Decker. I'm, I'm like, looking it up as we see. Blended is the, Blended. One, the one you're talking about. Yeah. That movie is awful. I thought it was funny. No. I, I thought there was... We talked about this. You definitely liked it last time we talked about it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't remember liking it. Okay. You, you know, it's funny because it's I, funny I, I, I'm mixing those two things up, and I just remember scenes with Dan Patrick in all of them, and it, and I'm like, I can't like this. Kevin Nealon is so funny on that with his his, uh, his wife when they... I don't know. There's a lot of funny scenes with Kevin Nealon in that movie. Cool. Um... I just was reading reviews on the Wu-Tang Clan four-hour documentary. It's getting good reviews. Yeah, it premiered at Sundance the first two hours. Okay. Um, I'm very excited. It doesn't come out till May, though. Yeah. I just, I, so I just stumbled across, like, a live album by them, and I, like, love it. I was listening to it the whole way here. I was kind of getting all hyped my way over to eat some cheesesteaks and do some podcasting with you, and... I was listening to some live Wu-Tang. You know, hip-hop live is not... Does not translate well onto uh, audio only. There's no. a lot of energy usually to a hip-hop show. Yeah. But I, I like I like what they do. Okay. That's way better. Um, okay. Technical difficulties number two. Yeah, but this was a technical. This is human error. This is me being an idiot. I was showing off the new... 
recording device and how you can um, have a robot mode and we could sound like robots and I was recording us as robots. Okay. Good, good. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah, good times. Um, so, what are we talking about today? I got like a list of uh, stuff I just want to run by you. Okay, uh, I think we're mostly talking about TV and the Super Bowl. Which we talked about last week, but now we got some more bets. Yeah, now we're going to like go over what we're going to bet and all that kind of thing. Well, maybe we're going to make some decisions on the air. You guys can get an insight to the crack mind team of either breaking even, of the breaking even at best. <laughs> well, one year we did, not two, two years ago. ago. Yeah, two years ago we did pretty well. Um, all right, so I just got a bunch of uh, things that I wrote down during the week. Um, so did you hear about this Jew, the Jewish uh, family that got kicked off a plane in Michigan because they had bad body odor? No. Wait, are you going to lead this into the woman that got kicked off the plane for sitting between two big people? No, I didn't hear about this. Oh, okay. We'll trade bad airline people stories. Go ahead. So, yeah, so they just, uh, they basically were told to leave because they uh, just had really bad body odor. I wanted to, and no one wanted to be stuck in a plane with really bad body odor for like four hour flight. So they were like, see ya. And now the Jewish couple is really pissed about it. And I'm just like, how about you just wear deodorant? Look at you taking the Gentiles' side in this. Yes. It's, you know, you got to be aware of your surroundings. And uh, there's other people that uh, don't want to smell you. But, I mean, I know there's, like, a whole thing where, like, you can't really smell your own body odor. But I'm pretty sure if you smelled that bad that you would know that you smelled bad. Yeah, you know, I had a friend tell me yesterday that uh, a mutual friend who's a musician, who's he's like uh, become a successful musician. Um, he's like ever since he's been like successful, he's he smells, and he's like I don't know if it's trying to keep that rock star persona, but I actually told him like you have to start wearing deodorant again. I know that you're like really into natural things now that you're like, you know, you found some success in this world, but. <laughs> You still, you still have to wear deodorant. I'm just letting you know. I was like, that's really nice of you. Now, the, the couple, I, the, the, the one I saw was a video of this woman who got on a plane, and she was this obese couple, like, not even, that's not name-calling. They are probably, like, most likely obese. They, they bought the aisle in the window seat, and she got stuck in the middle seat, and she gets in, and she was squished like this. She, they like, couldn't move. And... She was like, this is ridiculous. And she called a friend and was telling her how she was, like, locked in. And she started kind of getting a little rude about it. And then started arguing with the couple and was like, you should, you should eat salad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and so they finally moved her out of her seat. And as she was walking back to her new seat, all the other passengers started yelling at her. For being insensitive to these bigger people. Um, who do you think is wrong in that situation? Um, I mean, I would... The couple... Probably, if they're a couple, they shouldn't buy seats that are, like, apart. But they probably can't physically sit next to each other if the woman who is much smaller couldn't sit in between the two of them fit. Well, then they have to buy a three seats. Well, that's exactly right. This is the thing. 
everybody in this. The answer is all of the above. Yeah. Everybody in this situation is awful. And she was being, she was an asshole. She was being wrong with the way she's handling it. But those people, you're right. They should have been forced to buy it. It's embarrassing and it's expensive. But at the same time, you know, and, and ultimately it's the airlines who are the real bad guys because they fucking made air, like airplane seats so small now. And so uncomfortable to try to pack as many people in. So, um, literally everybody involved sucks. Okay. All right. So what's your next one? Um, rent live. Didn't see it. Did you hear about this? Heard what happened. That it broke, the guy broke his foot. Yes. So. And he didn't have an understudy. Yeah. Let's talk about this. So rent live. They've been practicing for months. Right. The night before they're about to go on live. The main guy breaks his foot and can't go on. So they come on. I actually taped this because I was interested to see it before the event happened. But they come on and they go, hey, so this guy broke his foot. So we're not going to everything's going to be pre-taped from the dress rehearsal from Saturday night that he broke his foot. And uh, so basically what you're going to see is taped. Well, first they said, in the words of so-and-so, the show must go on. And they go, so you're going to see a lot of the stuff you see is like the dress rehearsal. And then we're going to come back the last 15 minutes and do like a live thing. And we bring, we're bring we bringing back all the rent, uh, the original rent cast to sing the final song. So basically when they said the show must go on, they're not going on. Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's like a lie. You're right. Um... So, uh, what I'm saying is, why don't you, you you spend so much money putting this together? Like, why not have understudies right. or have like someone in the company that can uh, step up and uh, like just do it? You have to go online. No, you're right. It kind of ruins the whole thing. I completely agree, and it's not like anybody was tuning in to see any person specific. You know, it's not like when they did. Well, like, yeah, there was a couple people, but he wasn't probably Right, well, that's what I mean. Right, right, right. Okay. And also, how many productions of Rent are going on right now in the country? Yeah, that's like, a good fly point. fly somebody in. Yeah, it's a great point. I think it's still running on Broadway, right? I'm pretty sure, but I mean, there's like traveling But it's traveling, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was weird. Good call. So. It's funny because I haven't, show, I haven't paid any attention to any of it. Like, I saw that it happened. But I didn't pay any any paid any mind because I don't fucking care. And then this is the most I've known about it. So thanks for informing me. I'm getting something out of the podcast. All right. So um, SAG Awards. Yeah. Did you tape it? I did. Okay. Because I went to the Laker game that night and I came home and watched it when I got home from the Lakers game. You got to show it to the Lakers, the Laker girls. Yeah. Um, the Laker girls were the most talented people on that court. Sorry, the Lakers were playing the Suns, and not, it was terrible. So there's a couple things I wanted to say about the SAG Awards. Let's I watched it. it. I taped it. Um, I liked that the Cosby Show guy was... That like, was awesome. When he was like... he's He basically said, hey, I was in debt. Like, I had to get a job, so I got a job at Trader Joe's. And it's worked out pretty good. 
Yeah. <laughs> now he's getting like job offers from everyone. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. I love because like you know they start off that show. I actually read a thing about a story about how they started off doing that um, introduction where my name is so and so and I'm an actor, and like. Nine out of ten times when you hear that from an actor, it's somebody that's going to nauseate you. But in that forum, it works. And they were talking about the... It, they didn't do that at first, and then they'd open it with, like, one person doing it, and now it's become, like, their signature moment. So I love that they not only took it, made their signature moment, but now they... That that was, like, taking it up a level by putting... that. Yeah, that was great. Uh, okay. Biggest surprise. Emily Blunt. Oh, for a Quiet Place. Here, here's the thing about actors voting for things. Like, did, just, did you vote for Emily Blunt? I did not. I voted. Uh, I voted for. Um, I want to say I voted for Amy Adams for Vice. Yeah, not very many things that I. Vice voted is for. not getting any play this. No, I don't think that anything I voted for really won. Yeah, I'm pretty sure almost almost every I was almost shut out of every category. I definitely didn't vote for Black Panther as best picture. Yeah, ensemble cast. Well, the collective IQ of Sad. Why wasn't Vice is on an ensemble cast? I don't, I don't know. I guess. I guess it's got a pretty good ensemble. I, I, Even if it wasn't listen, that great, it's, it's not the world's best movie, but it is. It is a better acted movie than most movies this it's year. It's got a pretty good. Cast a group of cast. Um, all right, so SAG Awards. I liked. I liked. Um, I really liked Rachel Brosnahan. I liked her. Um, her speech. She was awesome. She thanked like extras and fucking PAs and shit. Yeah, no, no. I've always thought that if I ever won an award, those are the people I thank. Patricia Arquette thanked Rick Muller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great. Um, and also, is Remy Malik just going to win? I mean, how is... I guess he's just on track to win. I don't understand a lot of things. I've doubted him for a long time. <laughs> Somebody posed the question the other day. A friend of mine is a comedian. He asked all of his followers um, if Remy Malik is good looking. Okay. Is Romy Malk, is he good looking? I wouldn't say he's a good looking guy, but he's got an interesting character face. Okay. How about that? Sure. Um, all right. Best film uh, cast, I think the winner was the winner was Black Panther. I think I voted for Star is Born. That's right. Glenn Close. Whatever. I'm looking at this. Yeah, Glenn Close. Have you seen The Wife? No, I haven't. I gave it to somebody. I said this last week. My mom called me because she's our like one of our only three listeners, and was like, "I don't have the wife." <laughs> <laughs> I did. I voted for Amy Adams over Emily Blunt. Yep. So far, not one that I picked. I didn't even pick the same stunt ensemble. They gave it to Black Panther. How do you not give it to Mission Impossible? I know. Like, are there? Did they even? They didn't even like do that on the telecast. I don't think they, they did, but. But, like, isn't that, like, the best stunts, like, ever? Yeah, that was pretty good stunts. Like, this is... You don't put actors in charge of making decisions about anything. Just watch them negotiate this this uh, uh, commercial contract they've got coming up. 
Holy shit. Um, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I think... I don't think that I agreed with any, not one single award except for Darren Chris for Versace. I think that's the only one I voted for that won. Which is on Netflix now. I'm trying to decide whether or not I want to watch it. I voted for Mrs. Maisel. As, but I didn't vote... Uh, no, I voted for... Shaloub? No. I can't believe Shaloub... Well, I actually... He's good, though. He was great in it. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say I can't believe. No, uh, I, I think on that I voted for Henry Winkler. There was another shocking one uh, where he came up and he was like, I can't believe I won. I can't remember who that was, but... Uh, for... Yeah, oh, Jason have, Bateman? You have the winners. Jason Jason Bateman, Bateman was, like, crying. He was awesome. Yeah, he like he's he is another one. Very, he, very he, emotional. He had like a really good speech too. Well, I mean, you think about it. He's been around for so long. You never see him winning for anything. Uh, Mahershala Ali, Rami Malek. Mahershala Ali should not like give speeches. Why? He just seems like the most unfun guy. I'm sorry. This guy seems like he just. Wait, what, do you get that from speeches or from his just, work? Because he does play very dry, I guess both somewhat unlikable characters in his, in his pro in his movies. Like I was thinking that yes, so he's I was probably gonna win on True Detective. Yeah, he's he's probably gonna win. Should we take a look at the odds? Let's take a look at the odds. Um, I was we'll, like, we'll do the Oscars later. Okay, what, I I was um, watching True Detective and he's just so it's just so serious and he's like. So serious and everything. I'm like, is he, I? I guess you're right. He might not be a really fun guy. There was a. Really, <laughs> I don't think he's that fun. There is a uh, a good uh, a big scene in True Detective. I saw it with uh, Grace Gummer, where she like basically says she did something wrong, and the the teacher tries to get something out of her, and then she yeah. tells her to go to hell. Yeah. It, can I just say this about True Detective? It's really freaking good. It's like it's awesome, actually. It's very frustrating, though. Well, every week, I'm I'm like I tend to watch it on Monday. Like I haven't been watching it live, or even close to Sunday night. And I I, I want to watch it Monday night. And every Monday morning, I run into somebody new who tells me, "Dude, did you see True Detective last night?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no, don't tell me." Like something big happens. Where do you Nothing see? Nothing ever big happens. And I fucking go out of my mind trying to figure out what they're talking about every episode. Uh, you're the PA Megan. After episode three comes in, she goes, something huge happens. And I was like, all right, don't tell me. And then she's like, right to somebody else. And this guy was like, yeah, something huge. Yeah. And I'm like, and I watch it. And it's I'm not like, that type of show. Yeah, okay. It's not like a big, like, Game of Thrones. Right. Just so you know, Mahershala Ali is minus 650 to win Best yeah, Sporting Player. Win. I'm sure he's going to give a great speech. So, all right. So my next... So we're done with that? We're yeah. Good? Go. Sag Awards? All right. My next note is Sarah Alive. Well, I thought that would go in our TV category, but we can... But I felt the biggest person I felt bad for this week was Steve Martin. You didn't like that? Because I thought he was fine, but the rest of the show was so horrible. I mean, and it wasn't even, um, who was the host? Uh, James McAvoy. It wasn't even him. It was just 
not, the skits just weren't funny. I agree. Like they weren't the setups weren't funny. Nothing was funny, and I mean he did it. He did was fine, but there was just no nothing good to me in it. So there's been eleven episodes this season, and I nothing's been memorable. Well, I was I, I was gonna ask, so I'm like looking back, and I know um, there are one or two scenes that I think I thought the Matt Damon episode was awesome. I will say that I thought that the, the a lot of the Christmas stuff was really good, and they really come all out of the Christmas stuff because they know that they're gonna be playing that shit on Thursday night primetime every December now. So they have to make memorable ones each year because it's like an advertisement for their show. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, no, nothing's been memorable. Well, I, I, I'm, well, that also I, I'm interested in the Halsey one, though. Okay, so that one also had the Weezer sketch. I like the Weezer sketch. That was funny. Especially after they just released an album with all covers. Have you listened to any of that? Uh, I did, yeah. I, I can't believe we didn't... We should have made that a topic. Is it too late? I mean, what is with Weezer doing covers when they're straight up exactly like the originals? We don't want you to do the same, like, what do you call it, arrangement. We want yeah. you to put your spin on it. You're like a, you have a specific sound. And, like, every song, like, sounds the same. I mean, why? It's just, I don't know. I guess they're on a kick now. They're uh, to do, like, because Africa did so well. They're well, like, no, all right, let's do they, it. They, they recorded Africa with these other songs. I think they said that they do a lot of covers, and people were requesting they do covers. They just put out a whole album of them. Yeah. Like, I've seen them live a couple times, and they used to, they've always done covers. Like, they used to do Poker Face by Lady Gaga, and it was, like, really good. But these aren't even like their own spin. They all sound just like the like the yeah, original song. Just, it doesn't make any it's, sense. It's almost me. like the karaoke version of songs. You know, this is like if you wanted to see Weezer on a cruise ship and you didn't know who they were, and this is what they were playing. Um, is Dion's double play on tonight? It is. That was, oh. that was my last. Oh, okay. Hold on. We'll get there. Uh, other sketches as I'm looking. Um, first of all, the news has been good this year. Yeah, news is good. Those guys are good now. I think those guys they've hit the rhythm. I think they're good and. The Pete Davidson stuff has been awesome. Pete Davidson... And the Mule, and the yeah. Mule review is fine. So Pete Davidson's like... It's amazing that dating someone famous can make you that famous, but he's like the shit now. Yeah. He just had a big movie at Sundance. He just went after your town Syracuse for saying that Syracuse sucks. Oh, yeah. He, like, got arrested and... Yeah, and now Syracuse is like, well, fuck that. We're coming back after you now. Um, which is mature of their... Sheriff. Um, and then uh, he just signed a deal to sh do a movie with Judd Apatow. Yeah, like a train wreck. Movie. So, like... Which... When is Judd Apatow going to write his own movie now, again? I feel like all of his movies are, like, now just people's well, he, movies. Here's the thing. Like, he is... Maybe he's run out of things to talk about. Like, okay, I try to write things. In, in, so let's just call... Let's just call us the, like... Let's just take this whole level of successful people and knock it down about a thousand notches. I find that I'm much better at sitting with someone who's written something and helping them make it better than I am at like writing my own thing. I think he might think like that. 
I don't know. He had some. He had, he had a good run. He had a good run. Well, um, um, also maybe because all of his early movies are now considered like offensive. <laughs> uh, he's like maybe he doesn't have the confidence to stay as funny um, writing material that isn't like free form anymore now that he's like a big social activist. I don't know. Um, hold on. Saturday Night Live sketches. Girlfriend's Game Night. Is that, oh, that was last season, wasn't it? When Bill Hader came in on like the... Oh, yeah. That was great. No, that was last season. Um, the one with uh, Adam Driver as the career day where he's the old man. That was a good, that was a good one. Um, I'm just looking through. Uh, we can we can pick up. I want to bring go back to our, um, Pete Davidson though. You, okay, you heard about Ariana Grande getting the wrong tattoo on her bum. <laughs> Things like that make me really happy. I it, there must be something wrong with me. Like I think that these are like so Ariana Grande got a palm. She's got a new song out called Seven Rings, and so she wanted to get in Japanese like seven rings on her palm and she said it like hurt so much and it was like one of the worst pains ever and then she posted it online like all these japanese people go you know that doesn't say seven rings it says korean barbecue so she's had she tried to fix it i think today she just posted something where she tried to fix it fix it and uh it's still wrong so i don't know how she's gonna fix it but that's good um. Well, good luck to that Ariana Grande. All right, so uh, you're going to the Super Bowl. I'm going to the Super Bowl. Leave Wait, tomorrow. Did you want to talk about the Dion? I guess, no, I it? got. Oh, okay, it's just a note for the Super Bowl. All right. So, you know, Atlanta is the. Uh, I think I told you about this. The Coke is is like a Coke town. That's where it was from. Do you not remember going to the no, Museum of Coke t- together with me? Oh, okay, for the radio, or for the listener. Yes. I'm, uh, <laughs> well, so Pepsi is the official drink of the uh, NFL. Right. So they bought all these billboards all over town and, like, have been trolling Coke. Like, one of the bill, like, basically saying, hey, Atlanta, thanks for hosting. We'll bring the drinks. And uh, a bunch of other stuff where it says, uh, you know, like we're coming, we're coming into t- in your town, and basically, like you can't like have any coke there. Oh, interesting. Okay, good, good for them. Um, no, nope. no Chick Fil A, by the way, because it's Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, I'm. I am going to find that. I am going to walk around the stadium and you find gotta it. take a picture of it. I, if it close. Yeah, if if I can find it, I'm gonna. I'm sure it's not going to be hard to find. Well. I mean, I should look it up. I gotta, rem- I gotta write that down right now to find the Chick Fil A. In um, just take a picture of you standing in line, the only one, and it closed from behind. Be like, dude, the owners passed away. Can we get past this? <laughs> like, you can. You know how much money you can make till they open up uh, for Sundays. Um, do you remember what happened the last time there was a Super Bowl? What the big story was the last time the Super Bowl was held in Atlanta? No. Ray Lewis double murdered people. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about this cold weather real quick. Here? No, in like Chicago and the. Okay. Um, so I guess Chicago yesterday was colder than Minneapolis was like minus twenty. It was colder than Antarctica. 
Yeah. And uh, I talked to some people who were talking to. I was hanging out with the. I was working with some people, and, and the guy I was with, his brother lives in Chicago, and he like showed us video of him going outside for like ten seconds and running. There's a video of like someone blowing bubbles, like uh, like bubbles. Okay. Uh, in the freezing cold weather, and like it basically like vaporizing and like staying its form for like a long time. Oh. Wow. Um, when by the way, when I was like. You're you're good at sport. You do sporkle. Yeah, I like sporkle. I'm on page. You know, they keep an eight page. Like right now, if you if you click on it, there's eight pages of sporkles that they keep. What's like, sporkle? Spork. Oh yeah, sorry. Sporkle is a trivia website. Um, yeah. S p o r c l a. Yeah, it's great. Uh, don't ever if you have trouble getting things done, don't ever click on that. Yeah, it's it's like a timed trivia like things. Um, but I was, I was reading this whole story about it being as cold as Antarctica. How do you spell Antarctica? A-N-T. Yeah. A-R-C-T-I-C-A. Yeah. Just it, the way you say it and the way it's spelled, like, is not the same. Because you don't say Antarctic. Tika. Yeah. You don't. I, I spelled it right, right? You spelled it right. Well, so anyway, cold weather, the Trump starts tweeting and like fucking like trolling the people. They're like, well, hey, where's global warming now? Oh, that's my favorite. Well, I, I was going to ask you about this because you don't believe in global warming either. That's not true. What do you mean it's not true? When did you change your mind? The uh, gig's up. The gig's up. You've always believed in it. You just like, you liked, you liked the humor of it. I did. But you knew that, it, okay, we all kind of knew that, too. So in Chicago, they're lighting the train tracks on fire. Do you see this? No. That's for the trains to run. They're literally setting the train tracks on fire. But wait, let's go back to the Trump thing. So, so yeah, so he's... Because we need to hear more about him. Hey, by the way, do you give a shit that Chris Christie wrote a book about Trump? I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, well, every time I turn on my news feed now, it's like... Chris Christie says this. And I'm like, I don't care what Chris Christie says. He's an asshole, too. And it's like, half the stuff is good. All right, whatever. Anyway. um, Okay, so he said, like, oh, well, I I read a guy who had a great response to that. Like, it was was like an article. They said, okay, so let me explain it to you this way. Say you invite two Russian hookers into your hotel room and they piss on your bed. When they piss in your bed, it's going to be super warm. But after, like, an hour, that shit starts to get really cold. That's global warming and why it's freezing in the middle of, like, the country right now. I was like, that's pretty good. Um, okay. So go ahead. What were you going to say more about it? No, I was just going to say that there are lighting tracks on fire, and you can see videos of the train, like, going around Chicago with the tracks on fire. Like, it's, like, riding under the, under the train. Okay. Uh, one of the things that I was really actually wanted to ask you about about this, and I'm glad that you brought this up because I can do so on the air now, and that is how I like to live my life. Um, they, they kept um, some places were still delivering food. How big of a dick do you have to be to order delivery? Like I was thinking, like if it's minus sixteen degrees. And I'm hungry. Is it going to go through my mind 
like, hey, you're open. You went to work today. Bring me the food. Or am I going to be like, I cannot, in good conscience, make somebody risk their life to bring me a sandwich? Listen, if you're going to be open, then you have to do whatever you're doing. But, like... You shouldn't do it, but the place should be closed. I mean, they closed down schools, work, everybody was yeah. at work. So, but here's the thing. So, like, let's say I work at... It was, like, the day after tomorrow. Like, yeah. they found someone, like, frozen. Uh, but I, I still can't believe that some places were, like... So, let's say I work at, like, Pizzeria Uno's, right? That's my job. I don't... Like, I deliver. Like, I don't know what... I mean, this is, you know, like, I don't have a lot, lot a large skill set. My boss is like, hey, I don't care what the temperature is. We're staying open. And I'm like, fuck, if I don't come into work, I'm going to get fired. I don't want to look for a new delivering pizza gig. So, like, I'm forced to come into work. And now some asshole is like, hey, it's cold outside. And I don't feel like frozen pizza. Why don't you come bring me a pizza? Like you just drive with it outside your car, right. so when it gets there, it's like frozen. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like warm it up. You, you know, I don't. I just think that you should have more compassion. Anyway, I. But I was thinking, like, would I think about it if I was cold and hungry? Would I order food? Anyway, whatever. I guess it didn't turn out to what I wanted. This in there. Um, what else you got? Uh, two more things. Well, my last thing was the Dion thing, but uh, I watched the first episode of I Am the Night. The Black Dahlia. Oh, yeah. Really good. Kay. I don't know where it's going, but... Uh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine and Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman director. Um, do you know anything about the Black Dahlia? Yeah. Like, this was another... We we're going we're gonna to talk about what's his nuts. Uh, Ted Bundy, but, like, I didn't know... I don't know anything about the Black Dahlia. Well, I watched the movie... I know. I never saw that. That movie was bad. Once it said that it was starring Josh Hartnett, I was like, I'm not watching this. But the remember? I was like, the guy hadn't like started a movie in like 10 years. And he's like, I'm coming back with Black Dahlia. Uh, that's, that's a good Josh Hartnett. Um, the, wasn't that video game about L.A., wasn't that having to do with the Black Dahlia? I think there was a, uh, a section in that. So like, I think what I think I know, I don't really. I think I just learned from playing a video, L.A. Noir or whatever that video game was. Yeah. It's just a, a murder of a woman who got chopped in half and was like in pieces and they never found the guy. Right. But it's, they, it's an interesting take on it. It's an interesting show. Um, it's basically about this girl who finds out that she, she's in Mississippi She's a mixed-race woman who finds out that her mom isn't her mom and that the she was a nurse at a at a hospital and or she wasn't a nurse. These two she was talking to these two people somewhere and they were like I think it was at a church or something and the people were like you have to take our baby like we don't want it. Um like this I guess the mom was 15 at the time having a baby. You have to take my baby, like, just pressing on her. And uh, so they give the baby to her. She brings it back to Mississippi. When she becomes 17, she finds out that she's, that's not her mom. So she goes and calls, finds who the person is, calls the grandfather up, who's listed on the, on the adoption papers. And 
calls him up and uh, it's alluding that her grandfather's like the murderer of the Black Dahlia. Hmm. And that, so she goes to L.A. to uh, find her grandparents and finds out like she has another call with some woman who says, don't go near this person, blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know. It's an interesting... You learn all that in the first episode? Yeah. And Chris Pine plays a guy who, like, was investigating this doctor who's was a suspect in the Black Dahlia murder case. And uh, now he's just kind of a mess. Um, and he hasn't run into the girl yet, but I'm sure they're going to team up to talk about the story. But, I don't know. It's pretty good. Interesting... Uh, I don't know where it's going, but we're going to check it out. All right. And then Dion tonight, 30 for 30. Yeah, I didn't realize it was tonight. I watched that. It uh, takes place over a three-day period where he um, played baseball, football, and baseball again. You know, World Series. I get why that's the story, but to me, that's like the least interesting thing about him. I know. Well, that's, the. I guess, the third. Let's just say the 30th or 30s haven't been that good. Right. Um, but, yeah, so um, like if, I'm interested. If you I got it gonna, taped. If you were going to see anything about Dion, what would you want to see? Dave Brown putting a shoulder into him. Oh, stop it. Uh, I, I just want to uh, – he's just an amazing athlete. Well, I know, but that's what they're showing. I don't want to see him as an amazing athlete. I want to see Dion the personality. Like here, yeah, there's, exactly. there's that story about Dion. I think we even talked about it in here where he showed up to the 40-yard dash. He just got out of the limo, ran 40 yards, and kept going and ran out of the play, like when during the uh, combine and like ran the fastest one ever. Like I want to see that story. I don't want to see the story about you know when he was like an okay baseball player yeah. and like. Yeah, the best, I don't know. Because he was kind of my, like, I wore 21 in high school. He was my favorite player. He was the guy who I wanted to play like. I mean, not that that's unusual, but. I saw him on uh, the sidelines and said hi to him when I was working at NFL Films. Is that when you got, the game when you got hit by the truck? Yep. <laughs> we'll have to say that for, that's a whole episode itself, too. Um. Um, all right, so that's all my notes. Great. 40 minutes into the podcast, we got Look. through our notes. Look, I had them too. It's, not, it's, a, it's a dual time waster. Um, so let's get into some TV first, and then we'll get into our bets. Does that work? So what we, are we talking about? Well, we talked about Silent Live. Uh, we're going to talk about... Um, I wanted to talk about Friends from College. Oh, Friends from College. We, we wanted to talk about the Lindsay Lohan show. And... Um, Ted Bundy. So let's let's start with the Lindsay Lohan show, which Kayla's coming back, coming there next week. Okay, uh, just just throwing it out there. Great. I challenge. I um my, I don't know what's happening next week because my episode's cut off before the end of like everyone, so I don't get to see the coming attractions. I didn't watch this Lindsay Lohan show at all, and then you were like, "Oh, let's do it for this." For this, and I was like, God, this is so stupid. I know. I was going to do it just for the podcast, but now I'm like, I'm done. Well, it's, I, I sat down Tuesday night, I think it was, and I watched all the rest of the episode one that I missed. And I was like, well, I'll just see what happens to this guy. And now I'm all caught up, you know, because I just couldn't. 
So it's amazing MTV comes up with the same, and it's amazing that we keep falling for it. Same formula for all this shit. Like every cutaway, you know, I mean, the good news is I am so ready to fast forward because you can see the plot lines as how they're going to edit it so easily like that I'm hitting, (laughs) I don't even need it to cut to commercial. I already know it's coming. So like that I take a little pride in, Um, but there's no way that these people are real. It's questionable. Highly questionable. Like, this whole thing seems so staged. It's, uh, it's... Yes, it does. Like... Um, and I can't tell, like, if Lindsay Lohan's, like, real or, like, like, who, like, who, what her real character is, like, in terms of personality. Yeah, I don't think she knows. I don't think she knows At some point, she's, like, trying to be, like... Tough. Yeah, like a really like a business person, but then the other time you see her like all partying with the the champagne thing, and you're just like, uh, this is what I picture. Yeah, so let's (laughs) let's break that down real quick because you're right. So what happens is they'll the basically the show has a bunch of like model male and female models um, who are guest hosts and VIPs and bartenders and all that stuff, and our VIP. Waiters and stuff. Waiters, yeah. And um, they're all good looking and they all get into like some kind of, they're all, they're mostly shitty people. Um, but, and there's like one guy specifically who really sucks. I think that we all agree. He's like the new villain on that show. Yeah. Uh, his name's Brent. Um, and uh, the girl that he is currently hooking up with is probably the most attractive person on the show. Maybe. Okay. Uh, and she's nice. And so, you know, it's a great, it's exactly what they want. Um, but they'll, they'll, so all that stuff is happening and it's real or fake, whatever. It's typical reality drama, but they cut, this is exactly what they do. And you're right. They cut to a, a shot of an interview. They'll cut to an interview with Lindsay Lohan and she'll be like, you mean to tell me that I got a guy staying in the house who doesn't do this? But he, like, says this about women. Well, if you know anything about me and where I come from, I don't stand for that. And then they cut to her. And what you're expecting is her walking in to, like, say something mean. And you're right. She's, like, it's like they cut to her, like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to drink this bottle of champagne. <laughs> like, you, the interview must be so, like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if they did those interviews before, like, or I guess after the show happened, and they're like, we got to give it. Because she doesn't, you're right, she doesn't seem to give a shit in real life. Yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll basically, uh, as she'll be like, this is the brand, this is my name, you know, and uh, most of the people that, like, go to these things are just, like, wasted and won't remember anything that happened so even if it's like like no one's gonna be like, I went to this beach club, but those fucking people that work there are just complete messes, because everyone that's there is a mess. They're all right. drinking and getting hammered and having a good time. It's true. And um, so I don't know what she's worried about. Yeah, it kind of fits right into the whole thing. Yeah, um, and it seems like nobody really. Uh, it doesn't seem. And then her, I love her partner. Well, that's what I was just gonna say. Pathos. Yeah, Pathos is from Greece, right? Yeah. And he's, you know... He's like, I like to see Lindsay like this. And she's like, got a machine gun. Uh, 
full champagne. Of, full of Cristal or whatever. That she's like firing at everybody. This is the Lindsay I love. Yeah, anyway, this guy comes in and he, he does the same thing where he talks super tough. But then he tries, then they cut to him enforcing it. Well, he always says, oh, I'm going to fire somebody. Yeah. And then it cuts to him and he's like, I don't like you. <laughs> and, then he, and then he's like, you're doing very good. Yeah. I like you. So we're, we've done four weeks of this so I've far. Been, I'm impressed by this. Where he said he was going to, where he's going to fire people. Uh, well, I think somebody's definitely fired. I, I think that you, I think girl you, who slapped the other girl. You think that fired. every week. Yeah, okay. Because, um, I mean, MTV's been known to. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's, uh, I don't think they have a lot of respect for that guy. Cause at first they were like, we don't want to upset pathos. And by week three, they were like, fuck pathos. Do you, do you know any of their VIP guests that come on? No, but that's great. So big this, Sean, big, or, no big Shaq, little, big Sh- little Shaq or big Shaq. <laughs> I don't know any of these people. And I was like, oh, Whoa, he's a big, this is a big client. He's a big client for us. Big Shaq is coming. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. His name is big Shaq. I was like. Can you be Big Shaq if there's like a Shaq who's seven foot one and is like one of the and does a day like beach concert? Well, wait, no, but I'm just saying if you're a rapper and you name yourself Big Shaq and there's like, do you, is that a good move when there's like a seven foot one center, like one of the twenty greatest He's NBA players of all time guy. named Shaq? Like, he probably is like this guy will never hear about me. So, so I, I don't know. Yeah, and then that when that DJ came in. I don't know who that DJ is either. I mean that they're all big, but they're huge. Apparently, they're huge. So um, it's fun. Um, look, it's terrible, but it's yeah. it's fun to watch. It is fun to watch. Um, the uh, friends from college. So that show, um, it's a Netflix show, half hour, which is great. I love you know. There's not enough good half hour TV shows right now because they're so easy to knock out. You know, if you're like doing the dishes, you yeah. just put it on your iPad and like, you know, like, oh, okay, I'm almost done with this. Um, if we this, talk, this season's a lot better than yeah, the first. Season. So we talked a lot about this, but I, I just wanted to follow up with because first of all, we discussed how the first season was kind of funny, but not didn't go all the way. Like it's where it wanted to. Be. And you're right, this season, I just feel like they nailed it. They they like every episode was really good. I did show the. Bachelor party episode to somebody else. I love that episode. I do too. And she didn't laugh once. And I was like, dude, you're from New Jersey. When they cut to all this shit about Atlantic City, like. No, but my favorite part is when they're on the plane and they're like, surprise. And they're like, and he's like, where's all my, the guests that I invited? Yeah. He's like, the guy who's the bachelor. Like invited his work friends and his wife's brother or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I didn't invite them. No, they, they're invited. They took off work. Like, they had to get a babysitter or something. <laughs> yeah. And then when they finally reveal that they're going to New Jersey, like, that whole thing was so funny. Yeah. We're yeah. going to Atlantic City. They're like, oh. Yeah. It's that, good. That episode was so funny. I agree. That episode and the one with the Asian girl's boyfriend that dies yes. in the thing. And they go to the funeral. The funeral is just hilarious. I agree. And it's even great at the end of the last episode, they, they do a callback to him when she says maybe that baby is the reincarnation of yeah. my own boyfriend. Um, but one of the things I think, I think we talked about this on the air, but um, the music budget, the music on yeah. this show is freaking great. I mean, it's not new. It's all older songs and 
whatever. That Asian girl, although not really. You've always had a problem with her being friends with them. No, no, no. She's oh. well, I do, but she has no real storyline. Yeah. But they give her so much funny stuff to do. Yeah. Like the scene where um, the girl tells her that she's pregnant with the other with uh, the guy Michael right. uh, Keegan. Yeah. Uh, his baby. And he's like, I don't want you to act surprised. And like, she does this whole like thing where she tries to keep her surprise face off. And she's like, yeah, great. (laughs) I don't know. There's so many funny episodes. Uh, And then I loved when he couldn't, he got the writer's block. Yeah. And they brought the geek squad guy and he's yelling at the guy. Yeah. It's good. (laughs) They're going over the, uh, the story. I don't know. I just, you know, one of the things, one of the reasons I want to call this back is, so Crashing started. I've been watching that. Yeah, so they've done two episodes. And my friend, I have a friend I was t- who actually listens to the podcast, and we were talking about how I told him to watch Friends from College. He's got, he, he's got some personal storylines that kind of match up with some things going on in the show. Um, not, not exactly, but enough that I was like, You'll appreciate this take on these sort of things. And and he did. And I was like, dude, how good is the music in this? And he... Actually, I don't even think I mentioned that to him. But he sent me a text the other, like, last week that said, Can I Kick It? Which is a song by Tribe Called Quest. Can I Kick It um, on Friends with College? So much greater than Can I Kick It on Crashing? And I was like, that's a great statement. Because the end of the end of the first episode of Crashing, they used the same song, and it made no sense. It just didn't fit at all. And Crashing's fine, and it's funny, and yeah. it's but like there was no need for that song. When they did it in this show, it was like, oh, that's, you know, yeah. I, I just Fred Savage was really good. On it. I really just appreciated that that somebody else thought of things like that. Um, I really enjoyed Fred Savage in it. He's good. Yeah, he's great. Uh, and we were talking about. Is it okay for him to play a gay guy the way he plays a gay guy? Did we talk about this? No. All right. So my my friend also brought this up. And he's like, I'm not offended, but you know how life is right now where everyone's super sensitive. I'm surprised. It must mean nobody's watching it because there's not a lot of backlash because they take... How does he play a gay guy? Well, because he's straight and he's playing a gay guy. And now people are mad. Like Scarlett Johansson can't even be... In a movie about a woman playing a man playing a woman because she's not transgendered for real, like that he's playing a once gay. again. Congratulations! Now that movie is never gonna get made. right. But I'm just saying, like people because he's not. You know how hard it is to make a movie. That producer, those production people, probably worked on that movie for like ten years, and finally got a girl on the movie that could sell their movie, and the internet basically said fuck you you're not getting any money yeah well we went through that yeah we, I know, we, we know that stuff i'm going back okay um i think his take on being gay is fine like i, I don't I'm think i'm sure there's a lot of gay guys that are like normal guys i don't think you and i are going to disagree with it yeah at all i don't think we're the right people to that will have any kind of shocking opinion about that whatsoever yeah i'm just saying he was just pointing out that with everybody in hyper aware of everything right now, he's like surprised that people haven't said like that's not cool for him to play that. 
I don't know. He makes out with guys on the show. It's fine. He's great. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm. I know you're not. I'm saying for anyone that's in right. the argument. Let's talk about somebody we do disagree with. Okay, who's that? Ted Bundy. I disagree <laughs> with Ted Bundy. I I can't believe but a very good looking serial killer, yeah, according well, to many people. Right. Uh, but I think I think the good looking the good looking moniker is is been it's now considered he's so overratedly good looking that it's now almost underrated. Like people are talking about it so much that they're like, he's really not that good looking, so much that now he's almost better looking because of it. Well, way to go, America. Um, no, but uh, and now there's backlash over the Zac Efron movie that he's who's Zac Efron just premiered a movie at Sundance where he plays Ted Bundy, and uh, all the people are saying that they're glamour, glamorizing, glamorizing. Yeah, glamorizing. Glamorizing. Uh, this guy is a really good-looking guy when he's killing all these people. That's what he did. And people thought he was good looking because we saw the documentary and like all these girls were like, he's pretty attractive. Didn't Jared Leto play Mark David Chapman? He's a good looking guy. Sure. Okay. Um, no, who did he play? I forget. He gained a bunch of weight to Joker. do it though. Yeah, the Joker. Um, what? Um, but So let's get into Ted Bundy because this is going to probably be a big... This is a big story this week. A lot of people are watching it. It's a very easy watch. It's four hours of your life. And it's amazing how quickly you can put those four hours together to get through this. Because it's a very easy watch. I feel like there's more episodes that you're not watching. There's four episodes. No, I think there's there's more than four episodes. There's four episodes. Uh, there's right. like six episodes. Well, then I missed half the series if yeah, that's the case. You're missing. Yeah, I think you're missing some stuff. All right. It's definitely more than four episodes. All right, we'll keep um, going. But uh, when I was like watching this, and I was just like, I didn't know too much about Dead Money other than the fact that I know that he's a serial killer. I didn't realize how many people he killed, and like they were always, and the way he did it in terms of like somehow figuring out how to not get detected. There's four episodes. I know that there's four episodes. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. There are four episodes. They're titled Handsome Devil, One of Us, Not My Turn to Watch Him, Burn Bundy Burn. Speaking about Burn Bundy, that whole that episode. Do you want to gamble on this? No, I'm good. I trust you. No, then why are you looking it up? I can't sign in right now. Just I know that it's only four right. episodes. Okay, there's four episodes. So the first episode talks about like his history, like how he, you know, how he grew up and all that kind of stuff. Um and as in every serial killer thing, no one even knew there was anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. He was a really nice guy. All this stuff. He's got like a what or a fiance, a wife. Didn't he have a wife? Yeah, I think so. He had a girl. Uh, was he married or was it a girlfriend? But yeah, he had a very serious relationship. And was, you know, it was a, it was a girlfriend because when she broke up with him, that's when he was like, I'm he like put her under water. Like there was like one. She was like. I didn't think anything was wrong until he played this game where we were like in the ocean and he dunked my head underwater and then he would pull me up and then he would pull me down and he goes, I think he's like really trying to like see how long he can last, how long I can last until I die. Hmm. Um, but yeah. But so, yeah, so he, after that, after she breaks up with him, 
he goes like on a cross country trip from Seattle to Florida and starts killing people. Well, wait, that all right? Now you just kind of summed up the whole story. Right. But like after she breaks up with him, he that's when he starts to he goes out and he kills a couple people in Washington. But he's like. He, and he tells everyone his name's Ted and shit. And he's like, he doesn't get caught. And nobody would suspect him because he is very... And he drives the same car. Yeah, that was weird. He drives his yellow, or this Volkswagen Beetle. Um, and he gives his real name to people. And then, uh, yeah, then throughout the next two episodes, he goes to... The second episode, he winds up going to Utah, killing some people there. And um, then Michigan. Yeah, and then he gets caught. Or did he get caught in Michigan or Utah? Or whatever. He gets caught. Um, you find out later that he killed some people in Idaho on his way to Utah, too. Okay. Uh, he gets caught, gets out, like just escapes from jail. Um, All the, the jail escapes were interesting, too. Well, Because they, th- they know... That this guy is like a mass murderer and he's escaped from prison. Yet they don't like basically lock him up so that he can't escape. Like, yeah. He's in like general population. He's got a room where like there's a hole in the ceiling. You know? It, it is weird. Like, you know, I watched Escape from Denimora, the showtime, and it's like really hard to get out of prison. <laughs> he's just doing it. Um, one time he just climbed up. Out of his like yeah through the he, he starved himself yeah. so he could fit through the fit through the ceiling grate where the light was and just like shimmied out another time he like was at the courthouse and he jumped out yeah well and he was gone for a while that's when he like went down to Florida from and every like I guess in that point one of the interesting things. Uh, Back then was since they didn't have computers and no one could research. Like, I think it was Washington and Utah were both having similar issues with the with uh, the the um, the people that were missing and the vehicle that was spotted and kind of like some people said that the guy was good looking, blah blah. blah. But they weren't talking to each other. Right. So no one knew that it was like a serial killer. Right. Guy. It wasn't until after he was caught that they started combining. Florida, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the best is, I mean, look, I don't want to say the best. But then he goes, the, the third episode is when he goes down to Florida, like after he's escaped the second time. And all these murders start happening in Florida. But they didn't think that that was him either. They were like, who could this be? And you're yeah. like, you're sitting there watching it because we, you know, life is so much different now. You're like. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Um, where he's just going to sorority houses and just killing people. Yeah, and then once the once the guy finally figured out that it was a serial killer, he like made a spectacle of the whole thing. Until so he gets that was an interesting scene too. Yeah, and he gets caught um, at like a random traffic stop of some sort, and when they bring him in, he gives like a fake alias, and he's got an ID for it, and he looks a little different, but he looks the same. And they're like, he's like, oh, I'm going to bail myself out. And he's like, they're like, you're not, until you give us your real name, you're not getting bailed out. Dude, that was so crazy. I mean, what a, yeah, I can't, okay, so and this is what, it, this is what it's set up to do, obviously, is have this conversation. I can't tell if this guy's brilliant, a clown, like, like a disaster, or just, like, 
really, really smart. Like, um, I think it's like all of the above. Yeah, probably. Everything. I mean, I think that that's the conversation it's trying to drill. So, like, like because to me, I was like, oh, this is you know, I enjoyed this, and I was like. It's really informative. Like I was saying earlier, it's like a podcast where you can kind of just listen. There's not, I mean, they're just showing photos of things, but it's not like there's a lot yeah. of a lot of video. The video Toward, of him is really good, though. Towards the end, when they're in the court, is like where the video. Right. Is. So the fourth episode takes, or as you might put it, the sixth uh, episode <laughs> takes a a different spin because it becomes all about this court case. And, and how he decides he wants to like defend himself. And it's like an amazing fourth chapter to this thing. I'm sorry, but the fourth ep- the last episode is by far the best episode because you really get into this. Like he delays the the like one like he keeps trying to fire his lawyers, so he's like sabotaging them, even though they're clearly like doing the best what's best for keeping him alive. Well, there was that one woman who was like basically did great against the witness and then like like that witness was done <coughs> and right after it he wanted to like excuse the person and like recross examine the witness and basically uh, like made, undo made, everything undo everything that they had just done and part of it was be- i mean the the craziest is when he keeps making the one sheriff or the cop who found a body like describe what he saw yeah. i mean that is sick like for yeah, for him to, to keep describing like, but it, it is it's ins- like, it's insanity that they let him defend himself. Like the fact got, that he's this got guy, the right to do it. Like this guy kept defending himself and putting on a show, and so then when he starts losing, he like locks himself in jail with like wet toilet paper, like in lock, and it's like they can't open it. It's like this guy is something else. The judge is awesome. By the way, I just want to say the judge trying this case in Miami yeah. is freaking great. There is a like when he sentences him to death, like the speech he gives him. I was like, that's yeah, a, that speech was really good. He's just like, look, you're. It's a shame. It's a shame of humanity because you seem like a really like. I'd like to see you in my court sometime, under. But you, you. He goes, but you chose a different route, my friend. You know, you you chose a different life for yourself. That's too bad. I don't have, I, you know, and it's just like, I don't know. It's like, he, he wasn't, there's some humanity in that, you know? And then in a very, in a whole four hours of inhumane treatment of people, yeah. there's somebody treating somebody else with some humanity. Um, he knew he was screwed, you know, he knew he was going to yeah. electric chair. So, But then the whole final thing that I was talking about yeah. with all the college kids coming and like, Get wasted, like when he was getting uh, committed to death. So, what do you think of this overall? Like, where does this stand for you in the realm of true crime and all that stuff? Um, it was entertaining. I wouldn't say it's like the best documentary. But no, it's, it's not. It, like, it's if it's you're informative. Yeah, but if you're not into this subject, don't watch it because it's fucking boring. Then the uh, the shocking thing is just the numbers. The amount of people that he killed, like when they showed that board with all the pictures and they kept pulling back and back and back. Mm-hmm. And you just see the board of all the people that he confessed to, like the last night before he died, which they're saying like that he killed more people, but that's the only ones that he confessed to. At one point he said, 
when he was talking into the microphone, uh, when the guy that was interviewing him said, let's talk about this in the third person, and the, he started really getting into it, he said yeah. something like that he had killed over 100 people, or the person had killed over yeah. 100 people that right. they were looking into. Um, but I mean, I... I think we're all kind of fascinated by the serial killer thing, so you're most likely going to be... But, yes, it's not a very well done... You know, this isn't going to be up for any awards or anything, but... Um, it's I mean, just a shock that someone could get away with this for that long. Yeah, the story... Any version of this story is is too interesting to pass on. You know? Like, this was probably not the most exciting version of something, but... Any version of this is super freaking interesting. I think that's probably a safe thing to say. Uh, so yeah, like it was funny. Like I watched, like I binged it last night, um, and I was like, "Hey, I'm, I'm on episode two. And you said, "Spoiler alert: a lot of people die." <laughs> uh, it's a really funny thing that we're laughing at. All right, well, let's get on to our NFL bets because we're we're starting to get. Um, this is going to be a long one. All right, so just real quick, there's a one Super Bowl bet that popped up that I think you, uh, you'll enjoy. Will Billy McFarlane from the Fire Festival be caught selling counterfeit Super Bowl <laughs> tickets? Yes is plus 2,500. No is minus 10,000. Oh, that is pretty good. That was on Bovada. All right. Well, Bovada seems to have a lot more fun ones than... Wow, you got a lot of bets there. Yeah, but they're just things I'm interested in. There's about 25 on here. Okay. Do you have any MVP bets? No. Brady's plus 130. Tough. I think that's, you know, I think we should put some money on that. Okay. Brady plus 130. I mean. All right. If they win, he's probably going to win. So let's go. I'm going to start with um, my my bet that I, the for the game. Is, I think I said this last week. It stays the same. I want to tease the Patriots to three and a, getting three and a half and the over down to 50 and a half because I think that even if the Patriots were to lose, it would be within three points. And I want to put this in as soon as we get off here because I do not want that to go to three. And you are a procrastinator of putting things in. I am a procrastinator of every single thing in that life. life offers. Um, I do like the uh, Rams scoring, which was on the podcast, the Rams scoring first and Patriots winning plus 333. Okay. Um, I'm in here for that. Because they made some good cases about the Patriots deferring and Rams always taking the ball first. Right. So you're just hoping that they score the first drive. And then boom, you're in. It's a good call. Um, the first score is a non-touchdown. It's a field goal. It's like that, plus 145. I don't know why people think that everyone's... Most of the Super Bowls come out with teams not scoring right away. So, um... Okay. Anyway, let's go. What else? Um, something that I thought was interesting. Uh, jersey number of the first TD, under 26 and a half. I don't have a feel for that either way. What number is Gurley? 
30. Yeah, I don't have a feel for that either way. Okay. What about you? Do you have a... No, but it's even. Yeah. yeah. Even. Okay. I, like, I, I just like the uh, what, the odds there. All right. Yeah, it's, you know what? Half of my things are just liking the odds and things. Uh, what else? If you like the uh, the field goal in the first... Over field goal in the first quarter, 0. 0.5 is minus 140. Oh, I like that. Um, combined yards of all the TDs, over 87.5. Oh, yeah. In the game. It's pretty good. What does that pay out? Minus 145. I see... Most of mine aren't in the minus, so that's the... Okay. Um, all right. What else you got? Um, I like Brady to throw an interception before Goff at even. Oh. Before Goff. Okay. Um, will the game be tied after 0-0? Zero, zero? My new favorite bet is minus 180, though. Hmm. Um, but I think that's going to happen. Yeah, I do too. I like that. Uh, minus one eighty stuff. Okay. Um, another bet I just saw was Hogan over three receptions, minus one twenty. Yep, I like that. James White longest rush over six and a half. Uh, I'm staying away from James White rushing yards. I have I actually have James White longest reception over fifteen and a half. Okay. Um. I, I I'm I'm I don't know. All right, we'll we'll discuss that. You you have you like James White Rush, okay? Um, let's see. I'll give you some of mine. Uh, defensive touchdown. We always bet that. One seventy. I have it. All right, I have two to one. So we would take Dave from mine. Uh, longest touchdown over forty nine and a half. If you like a big one, shortest touchdown under one and a half yards is minus two hundred though. Still. Um, I almost feel like that should be your only bet. You just put everything on that? Yeah, I get you. Boy, that was... It's not as fun. Right? Yeah, be, um, do you think there'll be a missed extra point? No. I don't either. It's plus 270, though. Um, first touchdown not being a passing touchdown. Plus 125. Mm, I like that. Yeah, Rushing. I'll put a little notch next to that. Uh, this is one that I liked a lot that you don't. Number of players with a passing attempt over two and a half. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, the Patriots to score a touchdown in the third quarter is minus 175. Okay. <laughs> I like, I mean. I like that. I mean, everybody comes out and scores in the third quarter. Uh, one of my favorites is the Rams to score in all four quarters. They just have to score. Not touchdowns, to score. It's plus 110. All right. That's interesting. Uh, Pats, to convert, Pats to convert a fourth down is minus 130. Rams to convert a fourth down is minus 125. I, w- I wish we could parlay those two. Um, Goff Yards... Versus Brady yards plus ten and a half, so you can get Brady plus ten and a half yards. Oh no, Goff yards plus ten and a half over Brady 
passing yards. So Brady throws right. for 260. Goff can throw for 250. I have to think about that one. Okay, I kind of like because I think what's going to happen is I think the Patriots are going to win, but I think the Rams are going to be forced to throw a lot. I think that they're going to throw a lot more than anyway. Um, no team, the the winning team will not visit the White House. Plus, yeah, we're taking that. Yes is minus three thirty three. Yes is my oh no, no, no White is, House. No is uh, one uh, two fifteen. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put a little we'll put a little bit of money on that. Uh, I'm, I'm still in comparative players. Um, Gurley plus fifth Gurley yards versus Sony Michelle yards. Gurley getting fifteen and a half yards minus one hundred five. Getting. So yeah, if Sony Michelle runs for a hundred, and Gurley runs for eighty five, you or more, you win your bet. Uh, I don't know if I like that. Okay. I like Gurley to have a good game. I just don't think he's going to have that many rushing yards. They have a pretty good line. All right, what else you got? Um, I've given you pretty much all mine. Brady rushing yards over one and a half, plus 115. Um, Two quarterbacks makes you win. Goff over 24 and a half receptions. Zerline over one and a half field goals. What's that? Minus one eighty five. I like the Hecker pass. You don't like that. That's four to one. Um, this I found really interesting. I can't understand why this is here, but I must be missing something. Aaron Donald over three and a half tackles. I like the over. Yeah. Like what? Why am I missing there? It's it's, it's not sacks. It's tackles. But a sack is considered a tackle. No. Sack is not considered a tackle. Okay. So let's let's think about that. Uh, here's some cross some cross sport prop bets. <laughs> um, Ste- <laughs> Stephen Curry missed field goals. Um, plus, uh, no, it's even. Curry missed free throws over Gronk touchdowns. Hold on. Curry missed field goals. Field free throws. Free throws. Free throws. Which is zero. You, you don't think there's a possibility you can miss one free throw? Dude, he's like on like a 50 in a row right now. Okay. He's like on a tear. Curry missed free throws right. over Gronk touchdowns. I like Gronk. Okay. I would take Gronk in that. Durant points... Minus two and a half over Goff completions. Durant points over Goff completions. Oh, I like uh, definitely Durant points. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're giving up two and a half. Who are they playing? The Lakers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it in L.A. or is it in... Uh, I do not know. I don't know. Um, Here's one. Harden points plus nine and a half over the longest touchdown. Harden points minus nine and a half. No, plus nine and a half. Plus nine and a half over the longest touchdown. So if he has 35, the longest touchdown's got to be 44. Or under. Or under. Under 44 is the longest touchdown. Well, no. I mean, depending on what you're betting. Oh. 
Like I like yeah. Harden. I like Harden yeah. plus a nine and a half. So if he goes for fifty, it means that Yeah, I like that. Okay. Longest field I like goal. Durant more. Okay. The last bet. Longest field goal over Westbrook points or Westbrook points, rebounds, and assists. Minus two. Longest and a half. field goal, which oh that was the one I had. Uh Longest field goal over over forty seven and a half minus one fifteen. So say it's over, so you have like a fifty yard field goal. Westbrook has to have fifty total things. Points, rebounds, assists. I like uh, the field goal. I do too. Now on the podcast, they were going the other way, and the gambling podcast was too. Um, here, Zerline, <laughs> Zerline points minus three and a half. Over Justin Thomas birdies. Uh, hmm. it do, does it does an eagle count as a birdie? I don't. That's a good question. We have to look that up. Yeah, look that up. Because that means that. I mean, if it's a birdie or under, is it a birdie? Take away one Zerline field goal. Right. Right off the bat. Right. So if he makes two in the game. He's got to have more than three birdies. Yeah. I kind of like Zerline. Um, Pats and Rams first half points, plus six and a half, over Zion points and rebounds. Duke plays St. John's. Uh, So he's probably, say he's got a 20 and 10 game, 30. So, yeah, like... uh, Like Zion. Yeah. Um... Arsenal and Man City goals plus a half over Gronk receptions. How many receptions do you think Gronk's going to get? Four. It's about what you would expect Arsenal and Man City goals to be around. Five, four or five, okay. The Gladys Knight over, over 109 and a half, minus 150. Got 147. And... Uh, or one minute and 47 seconds, and uh, I got one minus 175. Okay. Trump tweets. I like the over. Yeah, I do too. Trump tweets over five and a half. Or under five and a half. Last year he didn't tweet at all during it. Yeah, I think under because he's going to do a... He's doing an interview right before it. Well, right. That would make me think that he's going to tweet more because of the interview. I don't know. I'm saying no. All right. I might be with you. I, I want it to be the other way, but... Gatorade. I don't even think he likes sports. Well, he was going to own an NFL team. He's, he's obviously very interested. Sports. It's true. Um, what color do you like to bet on the Gatorade? I always do clear. Okay, clear is a favorite. I like yellow. He was it's yellow never, last year. It's never clear. He was yellow last year. What's purple? Yellow is plus 350. Uh, let me see. Give me a second to find out. Because I remember saying, I think the Rams had purple Gatorade last time. Uh, I remember, like, trying to watch the NFC AFC championship games mm-hmm. and seeing, like, what colors they Purple's were. 10 to 1. Clears 1 plus 150. Which, side note, grape, the two best Gatorade flavors right now for me are green apple and grape. Green apple? Green apple's my number one. I've never had green apple. Delicious. All right, let's go. This. Yeah, hey, you can have one. The right. best, the best Gatorade of all time is orange. 
If I could have orange, there's a point in my life where if I could have had an IV of orange Gatorade hooked up to my like body, I would have. Orange Gatorade is definitely the, the top. Yeah. I like green apple better. But I understand the grape because I also think the second is frost grape. Now, I don't know if regular grape is the no, same. I, I like the fierce grape. Is There's fierce and there's frost, right? I'm thinking of two different. Fierce is like the deep grape. Oh, no, I like the frost. Frost is a little more watered down-ish. Those are my two. Uh, all right, so clears plus 150, no liquid plus 150. The yellow, green, which is the one I think is plus 325. Blue. No one has yellow. What do you mean no one is yellow? It's the classic. Yeah, exactly. I think classic. it was last year was yellow, wasn't it? I don't know. Should we just go with orange since we're saying it's classic? It's 5 to 1. Red's plus 750. Purple's 10 to 1. I like clear. Um... Third, nah, see, this one I don't even really like that much, but third quarter in the highest, plus 350. And then I liked your bet last week of the first touchdown either being Burkhead at 15-1 to 1 or Anderson at 10-1. to 1. Uh, And I like Brady rushing for a touchdown at 7-1. At any time. Yeah. I like Goff, too. Like, what did I say Goff was? At any time, like 1,200? Yeah, something like that. Um, so I guess we'll have to list what we're going to take on this. Yeah, I guess we'll, on the podcast, when you put your thing out, we'll just list what we bet because we're not going to sit here and try to do this on, on like subtract bets and like we normally do. And well, I also don't want to embarrass ourselves to, um, like, I don't want to embarrass ourselves and um, say how little we're putting on each one of these bets because we don't have true. that much in our account. Um, so, okay. Well, on that note, All right. we'll let you know. Good luck to everybody in the Super Bowl. Enjoy the Ted Bundy stuff after you've seen it. Uh, we're available at armchairnetwork at gmail.com for... <laughs> have we ever... Have you checked that now? I, I have, but not in like the last two years. Right. Um, and uh, enjoy the game. All right, buddy. I like the Patriots.